We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN. Another gray day, but uh, hoping to bring you through it. We're on until about 10 or so before David Bellavia. Joe, are uh, you doing well today? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to not let the gloom of the outside bring me down, but the sunshine inside. Oh, my goodness. This, You know, it's Wednesday. <laughs> this, this jargon again. We've got a playoff game <laughs> on Sunday. I'm trying to keep the spirits high, trying to keep everyone going in a good mood, and uh, that's what we're hoping to do here, Brian. You hear about that new study? Um, eating less can help you lose weight. Yes, yes, I um, I, I, I and I've tried that. I've you been know? looking for a way to you know do it. It's funny of all the diets I, I've done. The the time I was the thinnest. Can you believe this? I was eating less calories. It's, a, it's, it's I, amazing. I wasn't eating pop tarts every morning when I was uh, it is thinner. Amazing how that happens when I was eating lots of salads. Yeah, broccoli, leafy greens. And uh, meat with uh, no bread on the side. Yes. As my uh, meals, I was in better shape than when I just uh, eat chips all day like I do now. I was going to say, you could fool me. I would say you're still <laughs> eating the leafy greens. I um, it, It's amazing, these studies. You'd love to know how much these people are getting paid to conduct this study. I, it's all through the universities. I mean, that's what we're doing in school. So which, which kind of, you know, is uh, plays a role, I think. In what we're talking about today. Yes. You know, the, the role that these schools now play in this. I uh, I was thinking about this a little bit because earlier this morning, uh, we ran a piece with Brad Milkey talking about new numbers that show nearly half of adults in the U.S. under 30 yep. live with their parents. Half under 30. Now, I you know, I, I do want to look at this a little bit. I'd like to see a further breakdown of this spelled out on a chart because if you told me that, you know, 70% of 18-year-olds lived with their parents, I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Right? And, and that's an adult under 30. So I'm guessing this is heavily weighted toward the younger end of half of adults under 30. But still, the fact that you can stretch it all the way to 30 years old and say half is pretty surprising. It it is, but then you know, Brian, I look at myself between eighteen and twenty nine. I was in and out of my parents' house, right? I'd have an apartment, and then I'd live with my parents for six months. Then then I moved back to an apartment. So I mean, I I it depends on the year. Played into these numbers, uh, you know, ten years ago. It's up. I mean, these numbers keep going up, right? The uh, the the number of people who are living with their parents uh, at, at an older an older age and. 
it plays into something else I was reading yesterday uh, that we saw. This is uh, from the Free Press, a uh, place I go to a lot for just some interesting stuff. Uh, Catherine Boyle uh, writing a piece, It's Time to Get Serious. And Ooh. she uses the, the hook of Sam Bankman-Fried, you know, this whole FTX scandal, yes. and how she is a little annoyed, to say the least, about how, you know, how is he portrayed whenever you see him in the media? Like, how, how is he put off? As a young guy? Yeah. This baby-faced, you know, wonder kid. Um, Up-and-comer in the business industry. Yeah, you know, just kind of a kid, didn't really know what he's doing. Yeah. And in this piece, she goes, hold on a second. This is a 30-year-old man. Yeah. Like, this, this, we're not talking about an eight-year-old. It's a 30-year-old, full-grown adult who's just years away from reaching half your life expectancy, right? Like, you look at it like that. He's years away from spending already half of his time on the earth. He's 30 years old. Like, stop treating him like a kid. But she kind of dives into more and more how adolescence has extended. We talked about this, Joe, before. I, I've talked about this, how I just don't, you know, adults watching cartoons and buying toys and, you know, a superhero this and that is just like I, I can't wrap my head around it. Um, and, and she, in this, you know, it's a longer piece, so go ahead and read it. thought it was pretty interesting. But she brings up the other end of it. We never really talk about the other end of this. And that is what well, we do, but we don't really combine the two and look at them as playing a That's role right. into each other. Yeah. Uh, because we have talked, you've talked a lot, uh, Dave Leventhal, because he's written about this. Yes. Um, a lot about, you know, how old everyone is in Congress yeah. and in the White House Congress and in the old. Senate. <laughs> and like everywhere where there is a, uh, a position of leadership, it seems like. They're all 70-plus yeah. years old. There's no rule that you have to be as old as the building. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's in case <laughs> or as old as chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, that's right. To be a representative. Um, but we very rarely kind of entangle those two things. And I thought what she did is interesting, uh, whether she meant to or not. Uh, she wrote the, this is part of the piece. She wrote, the emergence of extended adolescence designed to both coddle the young and... To conceal an obvious fact that the usual leadership turnover across institutions is no longer happening. And I thought that was pretty interesting. And she points out a number of things. CEOs, on average, staying in their position more like 11 years than 7 years. Um, she points out Bill Clinton, you know, when he was elected to the White House, was 46 years old. I mean, uh, practically a baby Compared to the leaders now, uh, and not just in the U.S., right? Uh, not just talking about Biden, but you look at uh, Xi in China and Putin over in Russia and how old they've gotten, uh, pointing out that, hey, and you know, when the country was founded, everyone was in their 30s, right? Jefferson, Hamilton was in his 20s. That's George right. Washington was just a 40-something. And, you know, led the new well, nation. And then. now we can't trust anybody under 80 to do that. Apparently. Right. I mean, you've got so many people, Brian. And this is the, the thing that I think is really interesting about this. You've got one generation, I guess, um, that 
you know, they're still living with their parents. Um, and hey, when rent is as expensive as it is, uh, they're getting married later, they're having children later. But you also have a generation, let's be honest, that doesn't want to give up power. Isn't that what we see in D.C.? We, we have Diane Feinstein, who's 89, Chuck Grassley, who's 90-something. They don't want to give up power. You know, Is it that? I, I think it is. I, is it, because CEOs, it's not it's not just um I think we're we have a, we have we have a lot of greedy people CEOs stay in, in, in the position for 11 uh, instead of seven yeah because the money's coming in but it's not just Congress you know over 70 it's it's not just positions of power I think it's a lot of jobs where you know that aren't examined here that you see people are kind of hanging around longer than they used to. In the past. And so I want to put this out there to people. 803-0930. When you hear about all these things, do they go hand in hand? You know, you can talk about all the time kids not growing up, right? (laughs) Like kids staying kids for longer than ever. Um, And, you know, I've talked about it with the video games and the superheroes and, you know, all that other stuff. But it's not just that. It's living with the parents. Maybe it's uh, getting married later. It's uh, doing a lot of these things where the age has gone from maybe your like early 20s to now like 30 before you're really starting your life. And you can talk about that all you want. But is there some discussion in here about older generations hanging on more than they have in the past and not letting and I always am quick to point this out. Anytime someone brings up a participation trophy, it wasn't the kid who asked for the trophy? That's right. It was the parent. It was the older generation yeah. who decided to give it to him. I, this holding on or kind of uh, coddling, letting that generation stay in that state of not really having to grow up that much, is that as much to blame as any of these younger generations are? And, and I'm interested to see what... People think about this. 803-0930, our, our first text of the day is that I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yes. I, that commercial might be the root of all of our issues. Yes, but unfortunately, people did have to grow up because there are no more Toys R Us kids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was the sad reality of Toys R Us. Yeah, Brian, I think it, it all plays into it. And you, you mentioned the participation trophy, the not keeping score at t-ball games or soccer games and all that stuff. Uh, you know, the, this this idea of, well, hey, if you go out there, you're a winner. Uh, <laughs> I think that also plays into why people won't leave home, don't take any cha- won't take any chances. But and don't I know the average age is what the average age is. But people are there are uh, people that are living longer. And I think that also plays into why people are in those positions longer. They can be right. Oh, hey, what else do I have to do? I'll stay here. I'll do this. I have this money coming in, I have this power over whatever. I, I think that also plays into it, and those positions aren't open. Well, the real answer is, you know, why it happens. The real answer is that because we're just better. The, the real answer is that because things are better off. You don't need to grow up. People grow up when they need to, and fewer people need to grow up, get out there, and really get after it than ever before. We are much better off as a society, than we were 20 years ago. You know, as much as you want to say about, oh, things were great back in the day. You could do this. You could do that. Uh, When it comes to, like, how comfortable you are in your life, 
things are much more, well, we'll say comfortable instead of better off. At 18, graduating high school, you don't need to make the decision, am I going to go to work? Am I going to be thrown into a war? Uh, as you might, I mean, things that make you, you, you are forced to become an adult at the age of 18 just a couple of generations ago. No longer is that the case. That's a good thing in many ways. I mean, no yes. one wants to be thrown overseas into battle at the age of 18, um, and that we don't have to do that is, I would think, everybody would say, is a good thing. But should we have replaced that with something? And when is, if we are living, hopefully, comfortably, I mean, that's what everyone should be striving for that, right? That we should be comfortable, but still demand some sort of progress. When do we see a passing of the torch? When is it right? Are people not passing the torch? Are people like, uh, you know, we've heard many times before, is Joe Biden the president because you need the older person who's seen a lot to be the cooler head in the room and make sure the kids don't go out of control? Or are the kids out of control because the older people are sticking around for much longer and they don't need to step into that position? It's interesting you use the word comfortable. And of course, everyone strives to be comfortable. But have we gotten too comfortable? You know, to, to progress in life, you do have to at times go out of your comfort zone. Living with being comfortable living with your parents still into your 30s, maybe we're a little too comfortable. I just have to say that. We'll go Dan in Lewiston. It's on WBEN. All right, Dan, what do you think? I mean, where, where does the passing of the torch need to happen? Uh, well, you know, something times are different. I'm 67 years old, I'm retired. Okay, I had the multi jobs uh, since I was 16 years old, obviously, like a lot of guys have, and uh. You know, then graduating from school, I never went to college, just went right into a factory at 18 years old. And um, a good friend of mine that we're still friends after 50 years used to work together, and we, we equated it as we were 18-year-old punks, okay, if you will. We were 18-year-old punks, and we were thrown into a factory job in the falls with, with men that were in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. And we didn't know we didn't know what to expect. We just went with the flow, but we grew up, man. We... um. We, you know, I, I left my house when I was 20 years old, got married, okay? I was that I, I left when I was 20. So I never went back. But, um, and like a lot of us in that generation, left at that age. Um, I got two children of my own. One's 40, she'll be 43. Um, and she works on her own. She's got two children, fine. I have a son, lives in Rochester, um, got twins, twins, and um, he does, he's very successful, does good. But your screener, when I... What I wanted to say was, um, you know, you're, I don't know if I could throw this name out, but the Wendy's commercials, okay? Well, the Wendy's commercials, it always reminds me, they got like the four, the four grown men in there, and it always reminds me of, 30, every time I see it on TV, I think to myself, here's, here's four 35-year-old men working at Wendy's, still living in their parents' basement. To me, it's just a funny take. It's probably not true, but, but I mean, that's what, it just seems like, I don't know if the, 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 the generation now, I'm looking at they don't really want to, not so much work, but they don't want to get their hands dirty. And You, you know, you know Dan, let me, let me throw this back at you because I, I don't, I never like to generalize like that where, you know, oh, the people right. don't want to work or something like that. You said, right. you know, you uh, were fresh out of high school, thrown right into the factory. That just doesn't yeah. happen 
so much anymore, or at least kids aren't in this, you know, you could dive right into this whole student loan thing, but kids are told right. to not want to do that, right? You're no longer 18 years old and going right to work. You're maybe continuing school and you're going along, you're living at some like nice plush college dorm or maybe still with your parents or something like that. And then you get out of school and maybe you're 22 years old and then you're getting your feet wet and whatever. I mean, by the time you really uh, hit the road and uh, hit the ground running like you did at the age of 18, you might be almost 10 years older than that just because of what kids are told to do nowadays. Exactly, exactly. And like I said, I was I finally settled into a truck driving job. I, I re, I'm a retired truck driver. I'm a teamster. So I retired from truck driving back when I was 55. But I had I had my time in to retire. But I also started a new career when I was 55 working in building maintenance. And we always used to say um, that that. We're the. I mean, everybody's into their own thing. Some people were meant for college. Some people weren't. I was never meant for college. That wasn't my thing. Um, but we look at it as there's always going to be people that want that. There's always going to be a, a need for trades, uh, electricians, carpenters, machinists, uh, um, along that nature right there. And not everybody wants to do that. And that's, I'll tell you that that's where there's a good future now because you can make if you, if you're good at what you do and get into a trade like that. Of course, you got to go to trade school and get good and apprenticeship somewhere else. But you can basically make as much money as you want because nobody wants to do that anymore. You know, they they just don't want to do it anymore. You know, Dan, I I, I appreciate the call. I think it's a good idea. I think it's something that is coming back around, becoming a little bit more popular. I I shun the idea that nobody wants to do it. It's actually it's a real chicken and the egg sort of situation. You know what (laughs) what is the real root of it does nobody want to do that or are people told that they don't want to do that that's a good because good point my entire life i've been told you don't want it now again i think things are maybe coming back around and uh what the caller just said is starting to become a little bit more true where now parents who 15 years ago 10 years ago, maybe even five, would have uh, never told their kids, hey, you know, just don't worry about college, you know, learn something, learn to do something with your hands, and you'll be fine for the rest of your life. You never heard that. I never heard that, at least, out of uh, parents uh, by me or almost anybody I knew at school. when I was growing up. At school, definitely not. They never taught you that. They told you something completely the opposite. If you want to do anything, so it you never crossed my mind. If Now, if I were told... That's an option for you. Would you, would I have made that decision? Then you could really say whether or not people don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. But I, I hate the idea that no, well, nobody wants to do that anymore. I, I think nobody is told that is the option. They're told now, whereas uh, the previous generation was told, "All right, you're done with school. Now get to work. Just do something. Get out of here. I'm, you're not a kid anymore." Now, uh, a whole generation of people have been told, well, you know, you got some time to figure it out. Hey, college is for everybody. Um, If you're not ready yet, take a year off. Go, you know, (laughs) backpacking, whatever. Go do something like that. Go to school, figure yourself out, have a little bit of fun, and, you know, dip into the workplace. I mean, by the time 
that person, I mean, I mean, it really is, it is a 10-year difference. And why it's not totally surprising to me to hear this this morning that we brought you earlier, half of adults in the U.S. under 30 live with their parents. What age did you used to move out? Let's say it's 18 and everyone was out of the house in 1980. What if it's now, if I told under 30, 28 is just under 30. And everything we just talked about. Now, instead of just you're done with school, you're out there on your own, go out, find a job, you, you know, get on with your life and go doing it. Now it's, well, keep on going in school, keep on doing this, uh, figure out what you want to do, all this stuff, take on some debt, uh, you know, yada, 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 all the things you're told. That's an extra 10 years of your life that you are, are not getting that headway and, and that ability to hit the road. So, your 30s are your new 20s? And, and, and you know, But should they be? I mean, like, have we now reached the point where it's like, whoa, what did we do all these years? Were we giving bad advice? I, what do you make of it? Let us know. 803-0930, BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here, <laughs> Roski. I didn't say it was going to be a good joke. Uh, and Joe Beamer on WBEN. I had to rush it, too. I forgot until the uh, last uh, 30 seconds. We're uh, here. I, I think the delivery helped. Yeah. <laughs> we're here, and uh, we're talking about um, you, you know, something that's been, you know, kind of in the background, the news here that we've been uh, sharing over the past couple of days earlier this morning. It was, you know, this new uh, finding that nearly half of adults in the U.S. under 30 live with their parents. I think that's shocking to a lot of people. I, I do want to say, like, it's probably weighted a lot toward, you know, 18 and 19 year olds, which I don't think would be shocking to a lot of people that 18, 19 year olds yeah. would live with their parents. They are considered adults. They are under 30. So that would play a, a big role in this. But still, you could stretch it all the way to 30. It's surprising to a lot. Yeah, I do think that number plays in there, Brian, because with the economy, uh, for, for you know, especially in some areas of the country, a lot of people going to school cheaper. And what's the cheapest thing to do? Go to a local school, live at home, don't dorm, don't you know, pay for room and board. I think that plays into this number uh, as well. But, I mean, hey, we all know someone who's in their late 20s, early 30s that lives with their parents. Um, yeah, and it's... I, what do you make of it? 
803-0930, I think it's easy to say what we get on our text board. The kids are coddled today, generation of perpetual children. And in the defense of that point, I don't think you're 100% wrong. Like I, I think there are a lot of ways that we have just slightly shifted and, you know, over the course of 15 to 20 years, that becomes like a, a big shift when you just kind of move things, move things, move things, where we have uh, taken kids away from making their own decisions, risk-taking, a lot of things that, yes. um, you know, provide independence at an earlier age, and that's shifting later and later and later. And, you know, that that could be part of the issue. But what was brought up today that I think is very interesting is very rarely do we tie together this idea of perpetual adolescence with this other idea that we've also been talking about of older people in the workforce, older people in charge, in positions of leadership. I mean, the top end has never gotten older. It's never looked older. The extended adolescence, is it simply because we're coddling young people or... Is it just kind of concealing what we all know, usual leadership turnover across everywhere, whether you're talking about the workplace, politics, it doesn't matter what. It's no longer happening in the way that it used to. Yes, and I want to talk about people living at home because I think there's this, you know, people hear, oh, you know, adults under 30 living at home. Most of those people that live at home do have a job. Like I said, there were times in my 20s where I had to move back in for a few months. You don't know that. I would. Okay, let me say. I'm guessing a majority of them have a job. I would, you know, the the times that I had to move back in with my parents for a few months, maybe a year, you know, I had a job. I even paid rent uh, those times I was was there. So I, I think that needs to be looked at, too. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not discounting what the text, the texter said. I, I think they have a point, uh, but it was never, Hey, I'm unemployed. I'm going to sit at home, play Madden all day and, uh, do this. You know, I, I did have to have a job in order to move back in. I, again, that's my experience. That's not everybody. A lot of times, you know, when these things are brought up, it's just immediately pictured, um, or, or portrayed as a bad thing too. Is it necessarily a bad thing? I mean, there's a lot of parents out there who are giving their kids extra time. Yeah. Right? I I mean, and that's how you would see it. You wouldn't, if you were doing this to your own kid, I doubt a lot of parents out there are saying, well, I just like coddling them. (laughs) Like, no, like that's not how you'd view it. You're saying, you know, you give them a little bit of extra time. You might say, well, I had to be out of the house at 18, but, you know, my my kid's around until 21, 22. Like, that's okay. Yeah. We can, you know, we can do that. They can hang around and give them extra time to get their feet under them and not ignoring the obvious things that a lot of uh, you know, homes are more expensive. Everything's more expensive. Things are maybe a little bit harder to reach, including well-paying full-time jobs yes. than they used to be. Although that's up for debate as well. Um, when you talk about just the jobs you're looking for, or define, define well-paying, uh, yeah, also define well-paying. That's a good point there. I is it necessarily a bad thing that kids are kids a little bit longer? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. 
if you want to weigh in this morning? I, I think it's a it's a situation by situation basis, you know. Um, but you're right. I mean, people do that. Uh, parents do that to allow their kids extra time. Brian, as you know, uh, the year before my wedding, I lived with my in-laws for a year, and that was to save up for our wedding. So, you know, I mean, hey, uh, we all have our reasons to do it. Now, I, I do want to ask you this, and this may sound stupid, but, you know, hey, I throw a lot of stuff out there. Um, with people, older people in higher positions longer, I mean, what's that mean for our generation? Are we ever going to get to move into those higher positions? You know what I mean? Like, eventually we're going to be old. Are we going to hold on to those positions? Are we going to, is our generation going to be in Congress to their 90 in CEO positions longer than 11 years? You know what I mean? I mean, is this something, is this a trend that's starting? Well, this or is, is this the example of now? Why it plays into it. I, I mean, you used to have people kind of uh, reaching the top and then, all right, you, you reach retirement. Now you're holding on to the top a little bit longer. Other people aren't getting there. So other people are, working a little bit longer than they used to because they don't reach that, you know, top salary or whatever it is uh, as soon as maybe their previous generation did. There's a lot of people I like on the text board about that idea of living with your parents. And, you know, personally, for me, it's just as soon as I can get out, there's a few reasons for it. For me, it was one, I still, you know, it was... Definitely, it's still it's a thing with me, and I don't know if this is something that is from my parents or grandparents or whoever down the line that like gets instilled in you like subconsciously through generations. If it's something you're born with, I I value that sort of independence and being able to just be like, all right, I'm on my own. I can do it on my own as much as possible in as short a time as possible. I don't want, you know, the ties like to, you know, I I want to be self-sufficient as much as I possibly can, as soon as I possibly can. There's that. And then there's the other part of this, whereas I can't imagine living with my parents past the age of 20. I would go insane, jump out a window, and that's nothing against any of my parents. It's just, I like, come on, like, doesn't there reach a point for everybody where, like, it's enough. Like I'll, I'll see you once or twice a week, or however often you want. But living together is a whole another thing. Is I mean, you realize when you start to move in with, uh, you know, potential spouses or anything like that. It's it's a lot at you know an older age that I could not say soon enough. Like, all right. We're out of here. Um, on our text board this morning, there's a, a few people commenting on that. The, the one I like is, I don't mind a 20-something, gets along well with their parents, saves money by doing so, but I don't want to hear the kids' views on how the world is supposed to work. <laughs> Doesn't that happen all the time? I mean, yeah, that that's a good point. Uh, hey, you should go out there and buy that. Well, you're able to go out there and buy that because you don't have a... A rent to pay. I hey, I understand that. I uh, I loved living all by myself. Oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's some, it's something that I wanted you know yeah. to do. I there. I, I think there's also you know a, a gen, and again this is you know things go full circle. I, I think there was maybe a period of time where people would just kind of move out, live on their own. And then maybe you'd meet someone and you move in together, you get married or something like that, and you'd go on. Um, you know, way back, people moved out 
got married, moved in, you know, like right away they were practically uh, kids, you know, 18, 20 years old. Now it's like that, except they're 30-something years old, moving out of their parents' house and just in with each other. Yes. Never uh, experienced. I liked living alone yes. for a little bit. It was a nice, nice experience. On, on our text board, somebody's saying, for older people holding on, they say it's greed. They want more toys, trips, um, uh, everything like that. I think that you could spin that both ways if you really wanted to. For younger people holding on, living with their parents, you could say the same thing. You want to take a trip. You want toys. You want to go do this. You want to hang out at this. You want to do things that you can afford because you're not paying rent. You're not paying a mortgage. You're not paying for food or all these other things that it takes to live. You want to continue that lifestyle without going through the growing pain of toughing it out for a while. 100%. Again, I'll I'll go back to the, you know, few years I lived with my parents in my 20s. Loved it. Traveled to Vegas more while I was living with my parents than I ever have, you know, living now paying rent. It was great. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was great. You're right. It It was not reality. You know, I couldn't stay with my parents into my 30s, my 40s, my 50s. But, you know. For that year or two, it was pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. Again, I I realized looking back, uh, but if I could press rewind, I'd do it again. It was a lot of fun. Having that extra money, I will never say no to extra money. It was fun. Can I do that now? No, of course not. But in the time, it was great. Like I said, never been to Vegas more than the time I lived with my parents. Um, On our text board, someone's saying, uh, I think a lot of kids take advantage of some parents who are being way too lenient. I I don't know what it is. I I think a lot of parents are glad to have their kids around. You know, they're they're happy with their kids in the house. I just, you know, from the other way, what is the reasoning for sticking around (laughs) in your parents' house for a long time? Like, is that something that needs to make a comeback, right? Um, The idea that, all right, well, we can stick around here because then I can afford to do everything else. Like, that that to me does not sound fun at all. Like, having a bunch of money and living in my parents' house, like having a full-time, a good job, and still living at one of my parents' houses, to me me seems like, what am I doing? Like, I I just don't... You take care of the, like, first things first mentality, right? Like, all right. First things first, clothing, food, shelter. <laughs> Figure it out. Get on that path. Do it. And then hopefully you grow into all these other things. And we're like looking at everything backwards. Like maybe you had, um, you know, all these fun times when you were a kid in college. And by the way, this might play college. No, you want to hit up someone for money? Don't look to your parents. Look to everyone who's in college. They're swimming in money because they took out a bunch of money in loans that they're not realizing yet they're going to have to repay, <laughs> like, coming up. <laughs> well, maybe not, um, that, yeah, but right. they have all the money. I, I had never had more disposable income than when I was in college and was just, like, raking in all these loans. And I was thankfully thought to myself, well, don't just go and spend all this money because it's not really yours uh, and you're going to have to give it back. At some point, but I, you have all that money. You're doing all these fun things, and you don't want it to end. You don't want to leave school and then have it automatically just crash and say, "Whoa, now I can't afford to do anything because I have to buy those three things: food, clothing, shelter." But shouldn't that be the way that it's supposed to be? 
And doesn't that set you up for making better decisions down the line? Yes. It does set you up for making better decisions down the line. I think a lot, I think people get out to the real world and forget, wait a minute, I can't do this. I now have all the bills, right? I, I, ha- I went from having no bills to now electric, gas, cable maybe, internet, which I think now internet is, you definitely need, uh, rent, mortgage, whatever you have. It, it, is, it is a wake-up call when you go from having nothing and, hey, look at this money I brought right to the savings account to, oh, my gosh, I have like a bill due every week. What am I supposed to do? Well, that's, you know, you, you have to, you can't eat out every night. You can't go on vacation every time you want to. And I do think some people <clears throat> uh, struggle with that wake-up call. There's, uh, I, I'm thankful today for the tax board. I think there are you know, a lot of good things. I, I think this is uh factor in all this as well someone chiming in social media and by the way you can too 8030930 social media makes us act like children doing more to show off online and it is like that one upsmanship type of culture like well i you know hey i see my friend eating at this fancy restaurant i got to go try it out i'm going to i'm going to go and eat there too even though you can't really afford it hey someone took a trip they went on a cruise they did that I need to go and do the same thing, too. I, I think that might play a role in that. Uh, people keep bringing this up. What happens when you bring a girl back to your parents' house? I don't. I want to know from young people what that is like. 803 because, because that is – someone is posing that question as, you know, myself as a parent right now. You know, what, what are you going to allow? I, I don't even know because – as a parent, doesn't that not even cross your mind when you're thinking? I mean, you're thinking about that maybe in high school age, you know, what you do. But if you're 20-something years old and you're meeting somebody out and you're like, hey, uh, all right, you want to come back uh, over to my place? Well, got to keep it down. Not really my place, uh, mom and dad's place. But they're asleep. Don't worry about it. Well, Usually, uh, Dad likes to catch the news at 1130. Uh, but, you know, he'll be uh, done soon. We'll go in the back. They won't even know that we're here. Like, it's a, I I just think of that as, like, the immediate turnoff. It is. It, yes. But apparently, it can't be if over, if, like, half the people under 30 are living with their parents, half the people under 30 are not single, like, this has to be happening. <laughs> I, well, so it's, I, it's, I thought, it's, it's not I a turnoff for think, half the people. I, I used to think it would be a turnoff for 100% of the people. Right. Like, like that. And I, it, that's not just me. Like, I'm sure that joke is on sitcoms in the 90s and 80s about how preposterous that sounds. But with the mindset of some people, don't you think it could be like, oh, you live with your parents too? I was hoping one of us didn't. Right? I mean, <laughs> there's probably someone out there with that mindset. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, that, like that to me is just, a, I, I can't really wrap my head around uh, that. And then, you know, somebody else is, all right, so where do you draw the balance if you're a parent? Uh, someone said, my kids were told after high school they had to work on a five-year plan or we would change the locks. I, you want to strike the balance before no one wants to be the person to just, you know, put a boot to the butt. And kick you out the front door. But what is the the balance here between being lenient, helping out, making sure you don't you know fall on your uh, face in the middle of the street, or maybe you just let them do that, 
and being a little over generous with this. Yeah. Someone put a restaurant review on our text board. <laughs> but but like what where where is that point? You know, what that's a fine line. It probably depends on the family. It depends on I mean, you know your kids, hopefully, like better than anybody. It depends on their personality, how you think they're going to play the situation. Are you confident? Yep. Could you say that to your kid when they're 18? You got five years. You know, figure out where, what you're going to do in five years. Come up with a plan. Uh, I don't think everyone could say that to an 18-year-old, which is not a yep. knock on kids, but it's, I mean, it's the truth right now. It is. And, and, you know, Brian, I I can't help but bring up something I brought up uh, in the first segment, looking to the future. Is this a trend that continues? Are we going to be doing a show in 10 years about 40-year-olds, half a 40-year-old still living with their parents? Like, does this trend continue? I don't think it can. Maybe Um, not 40-year-olds. Maybe I went too far there. Someone else's comment, will the kids eventually let mom and dad move in later in life and return the favor? Um, You know, that's an interesting thing to think about, but I, I just want to switch a word here. And think about it this way. Will kids eventually let mom and dad move on later in life? I mean, that is the other part of this. I I don't know how I'm going to feel in 15 to 20 years about my kids. Love them to death. Maybe I'll want them to stick around for as long as possible. Maybe that's how I'll feel. But there was, you know, before we had kids, there is the thinking of and, you know, why my wife and I sometimes are like, yeah, you know, wow, should we have done it a little bit younger? Is that your kids grow up, they move on, and you have your alone time again. Like you in a time where you're hopefully still up and walking, (laughs) you know, like you're, you're still able to be active and enjoy life and enjoy some time together again. So as much as I appreciate the person who texted in saying, well, oh, well, they let me move in later. Well, your kids let you move on. Like that was always in my head kind of part of the deal. Now, maybe not every parent wants to move on like that. That's true. But I think that's part of the consideration. It's not just uh, being considerate and cleaning the dishes if you're 20 years old and living in your parents' house, but it's also like, hey, maybe they want their house back. Maybe they were uh, uh, planning on changing my room into the study, and I should have let them do that. I, I think that kind of has to weigh on your mind in, on both sides of the issue, too. Or you can let them change the room and then move back in, like I did. Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting discussion. It'd be interesting to see, you know, how this plays out in five, ten years. I, I will tell you this: I mean, DC eventually has to get younger, right? To the uh, to the other extreme. Not really. No, I guess not. So elections happen every year. I mean, <laughs> keep on electing old people. We do. We do. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow. Three days, four days, five days till uh, the big game on Sunday. I can't wait. I'm excited. Hope you are too. David Bellavia is up next after a news update with Randy Bushover. Again, we'll be back tomorrow, 9 o'clock, here on News Radio 930, WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.